live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's the one, the only, the unexpected thrill of a lifetime podcast. With your host, Dan Fisher. Brought to you by the Evil Carousel. What's up? It's episode 24, the Jeff Gordon episode. That's right. We've been doing this 24 times now, and you are here for the good. Oh, shit. I almost got clipped in the head. We are at the Evil Carousel official air show, and there are planes flying around everywhere. There is a single prop, uh, sort of uh, Wright Brothers style plane here. And oh, here comes in a uh, 747. Uh, hide your children, they might fly away and go right into the engines. Oh! Alrighty, let's get right to it. We got a lot of great stuff today. We got, we got shout outs, we got news, we got FFN news, we got interviews at the Wazoo, we got interviews with all kinds of people, we got uh, a special music feature, we got the movie of the week, whoa, there we go, there's another plane, folks, views of a driver, and we're doing the office countdown, where we count down all of the seasons of the office, I tell you which ones I like, which ones I don't. Either way, it's worth watching The Office. Well, anyway, it is Monday, August 16th, 84 and cloudy. The weather's been hot. We've been having a heat wave. Last week, one day, they said the real feel is like 110. Get out of here. That's desert shit. And apparently in Philadelphia now, the masks are back on, but inside only to prevent the spread of the virus. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Like I said, it's going to be action-packed. We're going to move right in now. I just want to get everybody focused. I want to get everybody on the same page. You know, it's Monday morning. you got to relax. You just had a bunch of fucking coffee. you got to relax. So now what we're going to do is we are going to go land the planes, and we're going to go into a new part that we introduced two weeks ago called... Monday Meditations. Remember, the key is to focus on your breathing and to relax. Don't let your mind wander and think of everyday things that can distract you. Just keep your mind on the here and now. I saw a car today out in the wild. No one was driving it. Okay, we gotta keep, we gotta focus. We gotta focus on our third eye and focus on our breathing. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. When exploring a cave, does that count as being outside? We have to focus. We have to focus on our breathing. We have to focus. We cannot let our mind wander. Did you know 
before the Wright brothers invented the first airplane, they and their Chinese business partner opened up a Chinese restaurant called Two Rights and a Wong. Focus on your breathing, damn it. Okay, I think that's enough for now. You get the idea. Thank you for joining us for this Monday's Monday Meditation. And now we're moving things right along. Alrighty, we have some shout outs to do today. Um, I'm going to do this in the Columbus style. And, uh, well, that just leads me to my first one. Shout out to Clownvis, who is uh, off on a meditation retreat of his own. He said he's taking psychedelics and he's uh, meditating and doing all sorts of that uh, stuff. And, um, you know, we can't wait to, to, to see him back. Um, our, our next shout out of the day is shout out to my sister, Rachel. Not sure if there's going to be a, a show next week but uh if there isn't she's starting her second year first year of in person at westchester university yay and now the final shout out i was saving the best for last the biggest one this week is shelly's birthday Now, I'm not going to spill the beans and say the age because that's not a nice thing to do to a lady, but she's going to have an excellent birthday. And now I am reading from the Book of Madness where God has written about said German jungle cat. She is a sea beast. She is a long jungle cat. She is a German wearing all her fancy clothes. She has a chihuahua standing down at her toes. I said, she is a jungle cat. There she goes, she's on the prowl. She's so stunning, just see the pesky smile. Well, wasn't that exciting? We did some shout outs today. Uh, We read a tiny segment from the Book of Madness. And now it is time to get on to the FFN news. But before we can do that, we have to hear a word from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is NASCAR. Because it's the 24th episode of the show, I had a chance to sit down with Jeff Gordon, and he told us what the number 24 means to him. So Jeff, how are you? Oh, I'm uh, not doing too bad, Dan. Uh, you know, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. All right, so what does the number 24 mean to you? It's plastered all over your cars. We see it all over the place. What? Tell me about this. Well, uh, I didn't actually pick the number myself. Uh, I don't mind it, but it's there, uh, and, and that's about it. Okay. All right, well, great. Um, yeah, you know, uh, my my uh, my favorite driver happens to be the great Dale Earnhardt. You know, a lot of people they frustrate me when they say, uh, you know, NASCAR isn't a it isn't a team sport. But you got, you know, you and your other drivers in your in your franchise and the owner and all the pit crews and stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we just uh, we go out there and uh, you know the car performed well and the team performed well and we just gave it 110 percent. You know, and uh, we hope to win the race. And, you know, sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. That's right. Said like a true sports interview. 
Well, that's all we have time for with Jeff Gordon. Uh, thank you for your insight. And now with that, with all of the news being called fake today, it's time for the real fake news. Welcome to FFN News. I'm your host, Dan Fisher. We've got a, r- a lot of great stories today and a few more interviews to get to. But first, let's start off with Chihuahua news. It's going to be happier than it was last week, that's for sure. Sorry, Peppa. Uh, we, I just found out recently that May 15th is an International Chihuahua Day. So obviously that's a few months past, but uh, I mean, hey, now we know and we'll celebrate it again next time. FFN News Global Warming Scientists say the Earth is now like a bag of popcorn. It's getting bigger, it's getting bulkier, and the popcorn is getting burnt in the middle. And now we move to our uh, uh, just a preview of our interview with the great Quentin Tarantino. Uh, We had a a chance to sit down with him for a little bit uh, earlier this week, but now we are just going to play a small segment for you. Um, Okay, so uh, Quentin, uh, let me ask you, uh, are you you more of a Leo or a Brad guy? I just saw uh, um, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it was a spectacular film, and I love both the actors, but which one did you prefer working with? Oh, I am not even going to go there. Just kidding. Of course, I'm going to say Leo. I even named my son after him. He's a, he's a tremendous actor. Okay, all right. Well, I, my next question is the movie Django that you did. Um, there were a lot of uh, parts in that movie that people said that they didn't enjoy, like some of the, uh, you know, the real racist parts, the real violent part, you know, th- uh, acts against women. You know, I realized it was a di- different time period. Uh, but do you have anything to say about it? All I have to say is racism exists. Okay, well, all right, that's uh, that's great. Um, well, so uh, well, the main thing that I wanted to talk to you about was um, there was a story of you on your mom and what you said to her about, oh, I know this story. I know what you're asking about. I know what you're getting at. Well, listen, my mom... She, when I was a kid, she put me down so bad she did not believe in my music career. And I said, I'm not giving her a penny, not a penny for what she did. You know, so no uh, Elvis Cadillac paddy wagon for mommy, no big house, just not a penny. Okay, well, that's great. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino. It was great to talk to you. Uh, And now we're going to move into politics. So without further ado, it's FFN News Politics. FFN News, South Carolina. Lindsey Graham is canceled by his own party for voting on a $1 trillion infrastructure package that would benefit the people of his own state. Just like always, the GOP is telling is convincing you to vote against your best interest. FFN News, Texas. Ted Cruz, another crazy senator. Well, he has a new TV show on TV. It's a, a TV show of him walking the entire southern border, and it's going to be called Walking Ted. 
check out the, for that on the Evil Carousel streaming service uh, in a few days. FFN News uh, QAnon. QAnon now says that Trump will be reinstated as president in the year 2032. Well, there's a lot of craziness going on in politics, and there's one man that we were interested to talk to, Mike Lindell. Uh, I, I I just wanted to have him on. He has a brief statement about you know some of the the jokes we were playing on him and everything like that. Uh, Mike, are you there? Well, 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 thank you for having me. I just I wanted to say uh, Antifa and these other these other left wing groups they've hacked me bad. They they hacked my mechanical toothbrush. I I went to brush my teeth and I almost ripped my face off. They also hacked my bidet. Every time I go near my toilet, it's spraying me in the face now, and I have to go over to my my pillow uh, bath towel set and wipe off my face. Okay, Mike, thank you very much uh, for that statement. Uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I you know, I, 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 whatever. I'm just going to go with it. But uh, we have one more uh, segment on the show. Um, I said this earlier during the Monday meditation, but this is another classic FFN news that we are bringing around as sort of a retro FFN news. And that is the Wright Brothers. Before they built the first airplane, they and their Chinese business partners opened up a Chinese restaurant called Two Rights and a Wong. <laughs> I like that some big laughs. Thank you very much, everybody. We are moving on from there, and it is time for the music. All right, well... Uh, this is the part of the show, uh, you know, I always have to explain, uh, where we are going to be discussing music, and usually I go out and just choose an album at random that I absolutely love, and there's no particular rhyme or reason for it. But this week, the Hella Megator, let me turn on my echo, the Hella Megator is coming to Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park, and I will be seeing Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. And, with that being said, the album of the week has been chosen by our, our evil council, and it is American Idiot. I remember when this album came out, my mother said, here you go, son, this is going to be big. And in no time, after several listen-throughs, I was feeling like Jesus of suburbia. And I would walk down the street and I would say to myself, I walk this lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. I don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I walk along. And then as soon as the summer's over, I say, listen, let me know when, let me know, let, let me know when September ends because I can't deal with this anymore. I just want it to be October. And, uh, you know, and then I, I, I just, I, I was at a loss of words, so I got down on my knees and I prayed the alphabet right in front of St. Jimmy, and he told me, it's time to restart the album now. What's with these homies doing? That show is on Friday, the day before Shelly's birthday, and we couldn't be more excited. Well, anyway, now, moving on to the movie of the week, we mentioned Leo DiCaprio earlier, and we're going to be mentioning it again. Leo is in a great movie from 2002 called Catch Me If You Can. You have to check it out. Not only is there Leonardo DiCaprio, 
but there is also some other great favorites like Tom Hanks and Christopher Walken. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. There, the music is done by John Williams. I mean, come on. Like, seriously, how can you go wrong with a movie like this? It's based on a true story. Need I say more? Go check it out. It's going to be fantastic. Well, now that we've got all that out of the way, uh, we are going to be moving into essentially what is like uh, a big chunk of the show. Uh, some would say that it is, uh, you know, probably one of the better musically uh, initiative part, music initiative parts. I would call it the beef. Well, there's no pizza tour today. I didn't go to any new restaurants. I'm trying to slim down a little bit. But one thing I will say is out there, there are views of a driver, and I am going to tell you about them. One time I had this this pickup down near 15th and Locust, and I got to say it was one of the craziest stories I have ever seen. I was sitting on a one-way street, and across the street from me, across the one-lane, one-way street from me, was this gentleman who was trying to find me. He was screaming over the phone, I can't find you, I can't find you. And I'm like, just look across the street. So without looking, he, he takes a step off of the curb, and he starts walking towards the car, looking the wrong way up the one-way street. Meanwhile, there's a bus bouncing down the road at about like 30 miles per hour. I yell, stop walking. The guy stops, and he gets back on the curb, and just as he did that, the, the bus went right in front of his nose, would have crushed him to death. It was, it was crazy. I feel like I've told this story before. Forgive me if I have. So he gets in the car, and he's going on and on, and he's telling me about how he can't handle his open relationship, and, you know, how this or that, and, you know, he's having all these issues and stuff. And I'm talking him through it, and he's keeping it together. When we get to his destination, it's outside of these two bars, side by side. I'm like, oh, great. So he goes in, and he, I realize a few minutes later, he's left his phone in the car. So I don't know which of the two bars he went in, but I have to try and figure this out. So I walk into one of them, hoping to find him, and there he is. There he is, standing in the background. I bring his phone to him. He's like, oh my God, you're here. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. Can you bring me home? I just live a couple blocks away. I'm like, oh God, come on. He's like, yeah, I'll tip you real good. I'll tip you real good. I'm like, okay. So I drive him home. He runs in the house, and he's in there for a good five minutes. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's not coming out. I'm not getting anything out of this. And what does he do? He comes out, holds out his hand, and he drops into my hand a chunk of weed. And I was like, well, thanks, man, but I, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. And he's like, all right, peace out, man. See ya. Weird things happen everywhere. And now, you may have noticed that... Uh, the episode was called Office Deep Dive, and that is because I'm trying to shovel away some listeners from the Office Deep Dive podcast with Ryan Bumgarner. So what I'm going to be doing today is very quickly, I'm going to be giving a brief summary on each of the seasons, and then I'm going to uh, rate them in the order that they are. Well, I'm going to rate them, and as I go, I'm going to describe them. How about that? My first pick was a season five. Now, I always tend to like season five of most shows the most. I don't know why. Maybe that's just they find a happy point with their writing and everything. I chose season five first as my favorite. 
I, uh, I love Michael Scott the most, and I feel like that's his best season. They start off the season with a two, the double episode. My favorite episode, Weight Loss 1 and 2. That episode is just, I think it's the best one, hands down. It's so funny. And the season really takes off into a lot of different things. He, uh, Michael's still trying to figure out his uh, on and off relationship with Holly. He, uh, you know, Pam and Jim get engaged and all that, and uh, it's it's a good season. But you know, it it, it goes on. It's it's good. Um, uh, season four uh, is another great season. I put that as number two. It starts off like four or five episodes that are all double episodes, so it's a lot of content. It's great, longer stories, and it famously starts with Michael uh, hitting Meredith with his car. And it's it's really funny. It's it's really a good season. And I'm I now realize I'm going in reverse order, but my third favorite is season three. I really love the Stanford season, the introduction of Andy Bur- Andrew Baines Barnard and uh, Catherine Filippelli, uh, Catherine or uh, R- uh, Regina Jones. It's uh, I forget her first name. It's the, she's the only crossover character between. Parks and Rec and The Office, so check that out. Um, the season's good, you know, it has highs and lows. It ends with Jim asking Pam out, so, you know, we finally get there. Next, we got season seven. Now, I am a big fan of um, of Robert California. I know that's kind of controversial, uh, but season seven, I uh, you know, I kind of like, you know, they, they, they try to go on without Michael Scott and they you know they they choose Andy as the boss and everything and you know it's a good season it's got some great episodes some real learning experiences for him I love Gabe in all those episodes it just it's really funny and I love when uh, Saber comes and takes over actually that's that's a, that's season seven before I was describing season eight so Anyway, it goes five, four, three, seven, six, one, eight, nine. Now you might be saying, why is six and one so low? Well, six, I don't know what it is, but I had this connotation, connotation from a long time ago, where I thought that season was a bit, uh, was just a bit negative. You know, Michael quits after 15 years, starts the Michael Scott Paper Company. You know, Ryan has a pretty bad attitude. You know, a lot of people are taking chances and stuff. It's an emotional time for Michael. And then, you know, Charles Minor comes around, played by El, uh, Edris Elba. And, um, you know, he's a great character and he's hilarious and he's great. But, uh, you know, I, I, he kind of made me sad overall. So, you know, whatever. Do with that what you will. Season one, I have third last. Now, I know a lot of people are going to bitch, but it's my own personal preference. I like Diversity Day. I like basketball. Those are great episodes. But the first episode is pretty much a just, it's just the same as the British version. And, uh, you know, I, I, this is not going against it, but I just, Michael's my favorite character. And I thought Michael in season one was a little awkward and, you know, they just didn't find their groove yet. And then the last two, I like eight and then I like nine. I already described eight. It's when Andy becomes the manager. Robert California also comes in. I think the pool party is the funniest episode by far. And last but not least, well, actually it is least, but last is season nine. Um, the last season was pretty random, pretty all over the place. I thought uh, Andy's ending of his relationship with Aaron was kind of a downer. And I thought Dwight's whole farm family thing was kind of boring. 
was happy to see him end up with Angela and see a return of Michael Scott. So that's pretty much it. I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think the best order of the seasons are, but I think it's worth talking about because some people don't even think about that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I, I think it's... I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty solid. So I wanted to keep it a short show because, like I said, this is like the second or third time I'm recording this in the fall. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, Any new listeners we might have, this is a taste of what the show might be like moving forward. It's going to change. It's going to move all around. We'll see. You know, we're going to make the best of it, and we're going to keep making changes. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, check out our new videos. The the New Jersey Beach videos are really hopping. So is the Peppa video. He's at like a, over 500 views now over that damn dog. But uh, again, I just want to again say my shout outs about Clownvis. Hopefully this gets to you. You know, I hope you had a good time, man. And uh, I hope everything, uh, you know, went well for you. Also to Rachel, two weeks from now, moving to Westchester University. Uh, Good luck with that. I know that's a big life change. And also to my little, or no, my long little, little, little German sea beast, uh, Shelly. It's your birthday this week. Happy birthday. Can't wait to celebrate. And uh, it's going to be the best one yet. It is not 2020 anymore. Uh, We're moving into the future, ladies and gentlemen. Embrace it. Put your seatbelt on and enjoy it. And if you're in an Uber, be nice to them. And if you get an Amazon package, be nice to them. Have a nice day. 